Hello everyone and welcome to Let's Talk. This is your host, Anika Height, and I am coming to you live today as I sit in my home in California, hiding from COVID-19. As you all know and have heard, the coronavirus is rampant and on the loose, and I'm here to dispel rumors, give news updates and news briefs, just so that you can stay informed, stay safe, and stay alive. All right, everyone. It is Wednesday, and I am in the United States. We are having a bit of pandemonium, but not as far as it's going to go. It will be pandemonium, according to some specialists, who say within two weeks, we will be shut down like Italy. And that means not being able to leave your house. That means quarantined. And I'm afraid that like some of the doomsday movies we've seen, there will be military officials and people with handguns standing out in the empty streets telling us not to leave our homes. But hey, some people say I'm a pessimist. I might even be considered a boomer. But I'll tell you this, it's not a game. So we're going to go over a little bit of facts today and talk about what's the latest in the news as it relates to the coronavirus. First thing I want to talk about are global epidemics and reports. So on the global spectrum, I think it's interesting to state that the country of Congo only has one infected person. And this begs the question, how is Africa avoiding this particular epidemic. It's, it's not really affecting that continent. Um, Johns Hopkins, John Hopkins Hospital has the most comprehensive live map, and that's where I drew a lot of my research. So to date, there has been 121,564 confirmed cases of coronavirus. There's been 80,000 reported in the country of China with 3,000 deaths. Italy has 10,000 plus reported instances of contraction with 631 deaths. Iran, 9,000 with 354 deaths. Korea, 7,000 with 54 deaths. Spain has 2,000 reported cases with 49 deaths. France has 1,700, give or take, with 33 deaths. Then we have Germany with 1,600 deaths. And we come to the most important, I guess, from my perspective, which is the U.S. This is where all my loved ones are. This is where I am. So getting this information is quite important. And what it looks like is in the States, we've had 23 deaths in Washington alone. And before I got my podcast ready to come to you guys with facts, I was able to get more information about cases here. It looks like D.C. and the DMV area has been hit hard with this COVID-19. There has been several reports of positive results there. Um, We have in Maryland, we have nine positive results. Um, In Virginia, they have eight Then we have, um, in D.C., they have a pending amount of results, which is 15, 
but the D.C. Health Department says there's presumptive positive results, um, which would be about four. So there are also several negative results, but, you know, we'll jump back into that. There are countries, though, I want to say, if you can happen to escape one of these countries with numbers that are growing exponentially every hour, you might want to try journeying over to some of these countries. Jordan has one case. Congo has, again, one case. Nepal only has one case. Armenia has one reported case. Jamaica has one reported case, and that's actually one of my favorite destinations. So I wouldn't mind getting on a plane going to Jamaica and chilling out until this all blows over. Um, if I don't want to go to Jamaica, I can get in my car and drive to Mexico, which is a place that only has seven reported cases. And then there has been 13 in South Africa. I wouldn't particularly want to go to South Africa in this climate because it's just way too far. Let's talk about the bright side. Again, we have 66,000 people who have recovered from this virus. The rumors, though, are that the, that the virus stays in the body for an additional two weeks. A lot of reports have come in that in Wuhan they were burning bodies because the virus lays dormant and so a lot of cremation was happening. I'm not sure how factual that is but it might be something worth looking into. Let's talk about President Trump for a second. He has made a few remarks about coronavirus but one of the things that have yet to be touched on on the international or grand scale for us to know is that there are certain entitlements that Trump said he would not touch. Some of those are slashing health care investments, education, environmental safeguards, social insurance programs, and the like. But today, Russ Vaught, the acting director of the White House Management and Budget, doubled down on the proposed cuts to health services, and this includes the CDC and the prevention that it, that it provides us. So even though the coronavirus is a pending pandemic, they're still looking to cut funding there. Not a good look. Let's talk about California, which is where I am. I am in Southern California. I would say I'm about an hour away from Tarzana, where at the Tarzana Medical Center, they have one person quarantined. And this is also, they're also being treated by the same physician who reported yesterday that he's treating 14 men who went on a ski trip in northern Italy. And all 14 came back positive, and they also were hospitalized. Four of them were hospitalized. Three of them were extremely young with no underlying conditions. So that debunks the myth that only old people and kids are at risk of contracting the illness. So we got to talk about why people are not taking coronavirus seriously. Well, it's kind of akin to the Cassandra complex. I don't know if any of you know Greek mythology, but Cassandra was the daughter of a king. And she was beautiful. She was beautiful. Apollo gave her the gift of prophecy. But he wanted something in return. Apollo wanted to get busy with her, and she refused his advances. So he put a curse on her, saying that although she is prophetic, no one will believe her. So when she had knowledge of things that were coming to pass, no one believed her, but her premonitions 
could not be altered. So they still came true. Even if we do not want the truth to be evident and real, we must look at the countries who were hit with this virus before it got to the states and utilize the same precautions that they wish they had employed. Let's talk funny stories, though. I don't want to be all doomsday today. You know, if you look at the news, uh, Naomi Campbell was boarding a flight from L.A. to New York. She had on a full hazmat suit with the goggles. She looked gorgeous. I don't know how you make a hazmat suit look fly, but I wouldn't mind owning one myself. Um, there's also a report about the young people saying, if I die, I die, because flights are so cheap, they still want to book flights and go to places unknown just so they can get it in on a student budget. I think it's crazy. I don't care. I think there's always a way you can get someplace without putting your life in danger because you have to realize this is a very contagious disease. And flying someplace, you might be safe, but when you come home, you're putting everyone else at risk. How many people do you know that personally that have the virus? I want you to make some comments. Go visit my page, nikahite.com. Make sure you subscribe as a user. It's a forum there. I want everybody to feel comfortable discussing coronavirus and how it's affecting your lives because I will be reporting daily on this virus. I'm going to be reporting live on video and I'm going to be staying as quarantined as I possibly can. I'm not the only one. A lot of the Ivy League colleges have called for suspension of classes Columbia, Harvard. In fact, Harvard says students, they have to be off the campus in five days, so you have to figure it out. You need to get off campus. Besides the obvious, be prepared to be locked down within 10 days. Within 10 days, because the alarming rate that this particular virus is spreading, it looks like if we're going to predict what's going to happen, that's going to be one of the ramifications of being alive at this point they want to keep people safe and we don't want people dipping out to go to father daughter dances it's just not a good look and finally I want to do a short news brief on people who do not believe that this is as serious as it is they are comparing it to influenza but just an aside so you understand what why influenza is not killing people at the alarming rate that coronavirus is. Influenza was a pandemic in 1918. That's over 100 years ago. It was caused by the H1N1 virus, as we all know now. They have a vaccine for that. Although if you get it, the vaccine, you generally get sick. But they say it's to avoid getting as sick as you possibly could get. But they don't know where H1N1 originated, you know, but it spread worldwide over 1918 and 1919. And in the, in the States, the first identification of the disease was in a military personnel, and that was in spring of 1918. Around that time, 500 million people, or one-third of the world's population, became infected with it. And the number of deaths were estimated to be at least 50 million worldwide and over half a million right here in the U.S. Listen, we may not die from influenza now. So using numbers like, oh, well, 40 people die of influenza a year. Oh, 200 people of influenza die every year. That's not the same as 675,000 people. That is not the same. So 
anyone who is not believing in what's going down here with coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, get ready. Wrap up, goggle up, hazmat up, do whatever you got to do, but stay safe, people. This is Let's Talk with Anika Height. Today is March 11th, 2020, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.